0: Are you dreaming of the day when you can really scale your sales and grow a big business? Because if you are, I'm all with you. But there are three things you have to get in place first, and we're going to talk about them today on the podcast. Come listen. Welcome to the roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there, welcome back. So, I have so much good stuff to share with you today, because last month, I was at a mastermind retreat With several of our clients. We talked about all the things because they're a little bit further ahead of of most of us. And they're in a position where they're either scaling their sales, or they're ready to scale their sales. And so we had great conversations around this. And I thought it would be really interesting for all of you to hear what has to happen before you can scale your sales. But before I dive into those, I think there are three big things but before I dive into that, I want to talk to you about what I think scaling looks like. And really, if we thought of your sales as a graph, you know, a graph that just kind of goes along and it's climbing at maybe, I don't know, maybe a 10% angle, your sales are going up pretty steadily, but you're not growing quickly. You're you're It's nice growth, but it's not scaling. Scaling happens when all of a sudden your that graph takes a sharp upward turn. And so instead of it looking like a slow climb up a mountain, it's almost like a hockey stick, you know, it go, just goes straight up. And, you know, I've seen it happen so many times and it's really where we can start to become very profitable and we have less of a worry about cash flow. We feel confident that we've got this and we are actually building the business That we've been dreaming of. It's it's a great feeling. But what I wanted to share with you is that I think that there are three things that have to come first. And so I'm going to caution anyone who thinks that they want to scale their business. But I think it's incredibly important to prepare yourself for that. Because what you don't want to happen is for everything to go off the rails. You know, you want to be set up in a way that you can really take advantage of quick growth And feel like you are in control because the opposite is if you grow too quickly and you're not prepared, it could just be a giant dumpster fire. And so I just want to walk you through what I think are the three things that you need to do before you scale so that when you scale, it's amazing. So let's go right back to the beginning that that very first stage of business and i like to call it the proof of concept stage. And these are all the things basically that we teach in the inner circle. And it's, it's really that, of course, you're, you're focused on just making it work, just getting proof of concept to know that this isn't just me messing around. It's not just a hobby. It's, it's really has potential to be a business. And so in the proof of concept stage, I think we are building our audience. We're learning how to control our traffic. You know, we figured out that if you open it, it doesn't mean anyone's going to come. And so we've taken control and we are learning how to get traffic to our site at a price we can afford and is it manageable. The other thing we're doing is we're figuring out what works to get sales. You know, we're trying a bunch of things. We're running some events. We're, you know, we're just experimenting to see what is going to work to get us sales. We're getting some results, we're evaluating them, and then deciding on our next steps. As we're doing that, I think almost everyone that I uh, work with focuses on building a list because we know if you own that list, that's something that you can go back to time and time again to get those high-quality web visitors back to your site. The other thing I see and I think is super important is that this proof-of-concept stage We start recognizing what works and we get really consistent on those few things that are going to move the needle for us. They're going to, they're going to really start creating that climb that we see in in a sales graph. You start to feel a little bit confident that you have the start of a business, but you know that you have miles to go. So this is really the first stage, that proof of concept. Our job is just to get results. Evaluate them and figure out what is going to work for you. And then move forward into what I call, of course, the reliable revenue stage. Because even though you feel confident, there's so much more you have to do before you are in a position to scale your sales. Because at this stage, it's really about creating predictable, reliable revenue that you can count on year round. And I like to think of it kind of like, it's the stage where you get sales every day, and you actually can't put your finger on where those sales came from. They just start coming. It's not like you can say to yourself, Well, I went live, and so that's where the sales came from, or Well, I sent an email today, so that's where the sales came from. These are sales that just come in, and you're not really sure why. And at this reliable revenue stage, you are setting the foundation. You are really getting ready to scale, but there is work you need to do still. And I think of reliable revenue, that part of it, is this is where you get sales every day. You can't connect those sales necessarily to an action you took because reliable revenue is really about setting up automations. And so you automate emails way beyond what you've done to get started you know, now you know what works. Now you know the language that you want to use with your customer. And this is where you can go deep and set up all kinds of automation so that you have them kind of like a funnel that ticks along in the background, bringing in sales. And you can do this with email, you can do it with SMS. And of course you want to automate your lead generation. You want to set up this funnel and get as many people into it as possible. Because when you build this, these are the sales that are going to be there, whether you're active or not. So it's super important. And, and at this stage, I think that generating leads and a huge focus on generating leads is a really good idea. You don't want to be advertising for every single sale that you get. And then the other part of that, I think, is predictable revenue. And when I I, I certainly have done it myself, but I see it with our clients too. It's like you're creating a bag of tricks. And so you've done a lot of experimenting. You have a good idea of what's going to work for your business. And now you want to take that and kind of systemize it. You know, you want to have a a number of events that you can run for your business that either generate more leads for you or actually get you sales. And over time, you want to say, okay, these are maybe my six events. I'm going to slot them in. All year, you know, in separate months, they are repeatable. I can run them again and again and again. And when you get them on your calendar like that in on a regular basis, you can pretty much predict the sales that you're going to get from running those events because it's basically a numbers game. You've done it before. You know how it converts. If you, if you add a thousand people to your list and you run it again, you can pretty much predict what your results will be and i think those two things work hand in hand the reliable revenue is all those automations that you have set up that you just fill those funnels and you get sales from from those and the predictable revenue is a little bit more active but it's you deciding what events you're going to run what how, getting them on the calendar and knowing already that they convert before you even start them so that you can say pretty much, hey, I think I'm going to get $5,000 from this event. Or I think this event, last year we did $7,000. I think we can do 10 this year. That's what I see as predictable revenue. And when you have that set up, I think you're almost ready to scale. You know, there are a few other things you have to do. And maybe this third stage is the most critical. And it's really giving yourself room to scale. You have to sit down and figure out what's going to happen. How do I get myself in a place where I can scale without going off the rails? I can scale this business and actually feel like I'm in control, not like I'm out of control. And I think that you personally have to be ready and your business has to be ready. You know, it's so much fun to dream about what's possible when you can scale but you want to make sure that you don't, you know, you don't trip yourself up and set yourself way back or worse, find you yourself up at night because you can't pay your bills. Because if you don't have your house in order before you scale, I promise you, scaling will not fix that you have to really make sure that your house in, is in order before you, you scale. And really what that means is you have to understand your numbers. You really have to understand your, your numbers, what it's costing you to get a customer, how much is costing you to get traffic, what the expenses in your business really are, how much inventory you need to have. Like you really have to do a deep dive and make sure that you understand how your business works from the financial side. And I think back to when I scaled my first business, I didn't have a good handle on that. And if I could go back and change anything, it would be that because I think most of us who are excited about selling products and growing our sales, look at that kind of work and say, well, it's not very exciting or I can't make money doing that, but, and that's true, but it can stop you from losing a lot of money. And so I want you to make sure you understand your numbers. You don't hide from them before you start to scale your sales. And really what that means in, in my mind is you hire a bookkeeper, you get yourself a good accountant, and even though you can do your books, this is where you don't do your books. You really need that second set of eyes. You need that professional input from somebody who's done this before, who understands the pitfall, falls, you know, some of the things, troubles you might run into. And actually isn't afraid to, you know, throw up a red flag and say, Hey, before you go ahead and buy more inventory or start this new project, what you really need to do is take a look at this, fix this. And so that's my number one thing is that this is the time when you have reliable, predictable revenue before you're ready to scale your sales. This is the time that you invest in getting some, a financial professional. If you don't have one already. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that if you are not paying yourself, you are still paying everyone else, but not you, you need to correct that before you scale your sales. Because here's the truth, there will never be a right time. And I've certainly done it before. And I'm sure many of you listening would be in the same boat. You think, okay, when I just get to X amount of sales, I'm going to pay myself. Or when I just uh, finish paying for this big order of product, I'm going to pay myself. And the problem is that that day never comes. And so it just something else comes up because our businesses are hungry for cash. And we are so excited about the growth. We are willing to put ourselves last most of the time. But really, if you are unable to pay yourself because of cash flow now, that problem will actually get worse when you scale. And so what I'm going to recommend to you is even if it's a little bit, even if it's a small percentage of your sales, you need to get into the routine of paying yourself before you scale. So that's that's super important. Repeat after me, pay yourself before you scale. (laughs) So the next thing is really finding the room in our businesses to scale. First of all, we have to look after our numbers and ourselves, but we also have to find room in our businesses. And this is where I think that you outsource. And and sometimes you have to do this before you feel like you're ready. And so some of the things I think that you want to look at outsourcing are, of course, fulfillment, that, you know, you got to drop the tape gun and start being the CEO of your business. Uh, So fulfillment would be a big one. The other thing that I see people outsourcing before they scale and, and doing well with it is customer service. Because if you have a business where you get a lot of questions and it's high need customer service now, that's only going to be amplified when you scale your business. Some of the other things I think are important is production. If you are a maker, you need to nail that down now. You need to outsource that. And the last thing I would say that I see people scaling, uh, doing before they scale is social media. So they might get themselves in a position where the day-to-day social media needs are met. You've got someone monitoring your posts, you've got them posting the standard stuff, and so you use social media when it works for you. If you've got an extra promotion and you wanna show up on social media, you can, but you're not committed to creating all those posts every week. And answering all the questions. This is where you kind of move up the ladder in your business a little bit and outsource some of those things. And so, you want to get this help before you scale, so that you have the time to actually scale your business and manage the business as you grow. Next week on the uh, the podcast, I'm going to be talking to one of our members who has done that, and you'll hear how she felt the things she did and and really how it all happened for her because it's scary for sure to take on those commitments before you feel like you're ready, but it does pay off in the long run. So you'll be able to hear from her next week if you tune in. So let's just wrap this up because here's what I think you have to do before. These are the stages you have to hit before you're ready to scale. The first one is of course, just that basic proof of concept. How do I sell things? How do I I find the right people? How do I get them to visit my site? What works in my business? And I need to get the basics set up. That's really the proof of concept stage. The second stage is how do I create reliable, predictable revenue so that if I don't do anything for a week, the sales are still coming in? How do I set myself up to know that, you know, basically I'm going to get $500 in sales a day or $1,000 in sales a day without having to you know, show up and do backflips. Let's get that set up first. So you want reliable revenue with automations and lead generation. You wanna create a funnel that you can just fill up and you want predictable revenue by taking what works in your business and systemizing it, saying here are my six events or here are my five events. I'm gonna run an event every four to six weeks and this is what I can expect in sales. And add in the lead generation as you go. So you know you can bump up your sales by just adding in more people to the mix. So that's the second stage. The third stage is you got to set yourself up. You have to move from a worker in your business to someone who has the time to actually manage the business. And that's all about understanding where you're at right now financially and getting that financial help, sharing your goals with those people so that they understand where you're headed, and then creating the room to scale. So really what you wanna do is make sure that you outsource some of the things that are those 15 to $20 an hour jobs to free yourself up for those $150 an hour jobs. So you need to do that, it's gonna feel icky, you'll have to do it before you're really ready, before you think you can afford it, and of course, Along with that comes you. You have to make sure that you're paying yourself, even if it's a little bit. You have to get into that habit. So I'm going to wrap it up. In the future, I'm going to do an episode on how you scale. But for now, I want to work on getting you ready to scale. It's not a race. You know, you owe it to yourself to get this right. There really is a way to set yourself up with a super solid foundation so that you can build a business going to pay you well. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50k and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way and you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the social forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.